I'm Katie. I'm Liz, and we're Not Not Your Your Mommy. Mommy. All right. Hello. Uh, Hi. Hi. We actually have a third mommy on the podcast today, Erin Souza. She's one of the original content creators here in Vancouver and actually Liz is proclaimed the only one, the only influencer that um, Liz actually still engages with. <laughs> totally. Um, we're, we're so excited to have you on the pod today, Erin. Um, she also helps brand, local brands, entrepreneurs, um, and other content creators build their businesses. She is mom to Lola, and she is wife to my favorite influencers, Latte Lattes and Laundry, <laughs> aka Roberto. Oh my god, <laughs> I live for Lattes and Laundry. I live oh my god, for it's it. our favorite. Like Liz and I will call each other and be like, Oh my god, did you see what Lattes and Laundry did today? Like we just love him, and he's my oh first. He is such a Kokomo um, brand ambassador, which I love. Um, but anyways, today is not about him; it's about the mommies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I have so much to say about what you just said. <laughs> okay, First of all, latte, lattes and laundry is my favorite, favorite thing. I always ask him, I'm like, please do it. And he's like, I don't know where I'm going to say. And then I turn the camera on. He's like, like <laughs> 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 yeah, good alter ego. But yes, honestly, speaking of my husband, he's like the reason that I can do what I do. And I feel like moms these days, and we can just get right into it, but love it. the reason that moms are struggling so much is the lack of support. Mm-hmm. I'm just such a big believer in like the husband's need to be stepping in. And I, I really feel like that needs to start early. And we were just saying, Liz, before we started recording, we both have three and a half year olds. We yes. both had children during like the height of COVID when it was wild times and it was just such a weird, awkward stage. Roberto stayed home for a year. That was just so, for me, and I always say like, it's not judging anyone how they do it, but I think that sometimes people don't realize that you can do it differently if you want to. Yes. And there are different ways to do it. And him just staying home, just set the tone for like, just me not being the default. And like him shipping in, in all ways, because I think immediately when mom stays home for the year, it's like, yeah, of course she's the default because that's how it was set up. So I think him staying home has just equalized it so much where I can, I could leave for a week and not worry for a second. And he's not calling me. (laughs) That's so nice. And like, Yeah. uh, yeah, I feel like for me, my husband took paternity leave for six months which really helped and like as an entrepreneur like obviously didn't have any organized mat leave but you're so right about the default thing because I see it with so many of my friends like of course they want mommy more because mommy's who's around the most and then it does breed resentment and yeah like I am such a independent person and what you said about being able to leave for a week like that's how I can survive motherhood is knowing that I can go because it's I'm still me still want to do my thing. Yeah. hundred percent. Did Roberto, was it because he like literally wasn't able to work in the salon or was it because he chose to take a year mat leave? Yeah. How did that originate? That's how we set it up because I'm the breadwinner. I had a lot of fear in having a child. I had a baby when I was 38. I went through five years of fertility to get there, which I've documented really well. If anyone wants to go have a look, I have so much on my blog about that. Um, to help like it's literally like all of my protocols to be like please go read this I know it's hard this is what you can do Mm -hmm. um 
So I, I was just so nervous about stepping back from my job as the breadwinner and being like, oh my gosh, I'm self-employed. How's this really going to work? And so he could take the time off and know that he could get unemployment insurance during it. And so that's what we planned for. And he always says, which is so nice. He's like, you've done so much. Like, let me take care of her now. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that was great. And so I went back to work after six weeks, really like, carefully which I always think like in the states women which we'll get into because we're going to talk about kite baby because that is a huge conversation and begs it just the U.S. and just their whole system and we're we're so lucky here whatever that looks like I mean there's a Mm -hmm. lot of room for improvement here too but um anyway I could go on and on but I just think that go go um, on and on (laughs) (laughs) that that it was nice for him to be able to take the leave and to want to and just Again, when women are always taking the leave, our careers just suffer so much and you get into this fog. Sometimes you think like, well, that's what I want, but is it really what you want? Like, have you thought of it differently? Have you been able to think of it differently or do you feel pressure to be Mm -hmm. this way? And Mm -hmm. so I just think different voices and I think we're going to get into ballerina farms too, but that's a whole other conversation about just what we're seeing online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it is interesting because I feel like the pendulum has like swung a little bit in that like for a while it was like this like working mom, do it all. And now like with this trad wife thing, it's almost the return to the very like stay at home and glorifying like basically like a little bit of like a mode of like self-sacrifice, which I mean, I don't, I don't know if they, if the moms creating that content would say it like that, but to me, to me, that's a little bit what it looks like and feels like. And it, it can't, the, the thing that I struggle with is when I watch it, I do roll my eyes a little bit, but then a part of me feels like, is there something wrong with me that like that looks so wildly unfulfilling to me? Do you know what I mean? hundred percent. I have thought that too. I've, I've definitely had those feelings of like, am I selfish? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's because how we're, we've been conditioned to be yeah. like, if we are not, like you just said, all in with our children and like, that's where we get our greatest joy and we hear it all the time. And it's like, shit, but I also like to work and that brings me so much joy. And I kind of like being away from you, but like, yeah. I also mm-hmm. love that you want me the most, but sometimes it's too much. And sometimes, I and I don't think that really gets talked about, honestly. And that's why I started doing the mom flow because I didn't see any voices that were like, questioning these kinds of things online I really didn't maybe and I'm online a lot maybe I'm just not on the right TikTok (laughs) TikTok feeds (laughs) no but honestly that's why we created this is Mm -hmm. I I went through a major identity crisis when I realized that I wanted to be pregnant and that I wanted to have a child and I think that I even pushed that away for so long because I didn't see how it was possible to own a business and be a mom at the same time yes And then I finally was just like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. See if I get pregnant. I got pregnant. And then I was like, whoa, okay, now what? (laughs) Like, I just like couldn't even imagine. And that's when I started having conversations with friends who own businesses. And I was like, okay, but I'm not seeing this online. Like, I'm not seeing, like you said, like, I'm not seeing an example or like a blueprint of different ways that it can be done. Because the ones that are online are the trad life or whatever trad wife. Um, The funny, the thing is like, okay, I think about some of my friends who are more of the stay at home mom type and they love it. Like that is Mm -hmm. what they want to do. And they are like, 
you know, that's what they want to do. Like, that's just what they love. That's their skill set. That's their, that's their drive in life. And like, that's a real, like, I'm really happy for them because they do get to do that. And it just so happens that I feel like that is the content that is like, when you, I don't know, create theater around it and like, you know, mm -hmm. make it all influencer. -y. It looks so good. Right. And so it's the stuff that's getting served up and that's hitting the algorithm. But, um, I don't know, like I, it's weird. Cause mm -hmm. like, I don't like hate them for it because just like, yeah. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I guess, cause mm -hmm. I have so many friends who are doing it. So I'm like, yeah, like I get it. Like that is truly what you want to do in life. And I'm so happy that how great is it that you found that? Um, but yeah, it is what's getting served up and it's hard to see other ways of doing it, which is why, like you said, like, I love that you created the, the flow mom and, or sorry, what, what do you call the it? Mom, mom, flow. Flow. mom flow, flow mom, <laughs> classic me, classic Kate, me. Katie butchers every, I've never everything. gotten a phrase right. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I, that, and that's honestly why we created this podcast, just to show that yeah. what this, these conversations look like, and we don't have it figured out either. And I think we did, I did kind of think, oh, okay, I can kind of do it all. Um, but that's not true either, you know? Yeah. Couldn't agree more. You can't do it all. And I think so many women feel like they should. What's wrong with me? Why can't I? I mean, I'm like, mm -hmm. even me, I'm like, I only have one. How do my friends oh. with two and three do it? I've I think this all the time. To have one. Or imagine like having to be in a desk, like sitting at a desk, like, you know, eight to five or eight I to six or whatever. I like, I don't even understand how these people like eat or work out or do anything other than like work and sleep and put food in their kids' mouths. Like, I really yes. don't understand how they do anything else. Like, like, how are they making sure their kids have snow pants in August? Right. How, like, I know because I can barely do that. And I have such a flexible schedule in one child. And I'm like, I know. These, I, th I think that that goes back to what you were saying was, is the self-sacrifice is that mm -hmm. you literally sacrifice so much of yourself and yeah. you get so lost and I almost feel like society is really set up for that to be the case with women yeah yeah and going totally. back to what's happening in the states and abortion and all those things is like they want I, you know I will say I do this is how I genuinely feel and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings but I do think sometimes it's set up for women to be stuck in a cycle Yes, yeah, totally. It's like the patriarchy of it all. Like it it's really, really capturing women in this state. And like, that's why, like, I mean, your thing about think judging yourself for only having one, I think this all the time. And I even feel like, because I'm very open and honest about like my struggles with mental health. And even now just like trying to find the balance with a toddler. And I, I can't help but feel like, oh my God, Lesbi, you only have one, but only like the language around that, like it's a whole child. It's a whole other human to manage. And like the snow pants and then the emotions and the sleep, like there's so many pieces of it. And I, I feel like the reason why I really resonate with your content is I can tell that you get filled up from things that are outside of your child, but also, yeah. also your child. Like you know there I mean? is nothing I love more than when I go into your stories and I see that you've posted from your parking garage and then <laughs> you're like about to go do something. I love that content. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. And I love when yeah. you said it, like when it took, when I think you posted something, but like it took you till three years you were three. finally... Yeah. yeah, like three and a half. Like now I'm finally coming out of it. And it's like, holy shit. Like people are like, oh, it's been two weeks and I still, or I, it's been two months oh or it's my been God. six months. I'm like, are you kidding? Like you, you are know. not yourself. I don't even know what happens in your body, but it's just crazy. All of you is just different. Every mm -hmm. cell. And so like 
being able to just take yourself back a bit is so freeing. A hundred percent. And I think that the whole, whole one kid conversation is something that I do talk about. And I do want to publish something about this on the blog because oftentimes I have that talk in my head. I only have one. Oh my God, I'm less, I'm less of a mom. Oh my God. People watching me must think like, oh, she can't handle one. I have four. Like I'm constantly, and I'm me like, too. am I less of a mom? Like, am I not as nurturing? Is, am I like, and why do we feel like that? This is the reason is because we've been fed these images constantly of what being a mom is. Mm-hmm. And that's yes. wrong. Like literally when you think all you have done is had a child and that has to be your whole identity. I know. That's so I know. strange. It makes no sense. And even just this idea of like the nuclear family, like the two kids, like mom and dad, Mm -hmm, like I was thinking the other day, I'm like, Hey, we're in the year 2024. Why is this still? Because these thoughts that you're saying, I have them all the time. And for me, it's a lot of it is grounded in like, I'm a little bit afraid of going through what I went through the first time around, like mentally. Um, But then also sometimes I'm like, but I don't even know if I actually want to have another child. It's more just me responding to these pressures. And there's so many people that, that gain from us having these thoughts, like, you know, not like, this is not a politics podcast. Okay. But (laughs) But like, you know, the more kids you have, the more shit you have to buy, the more, the economy, you know, uh, the more that you're out of the workforce, it's another opportunity for a man to rise above you. I didn't even think about the consumerism of it all. I lit, that was the biggest light bulb. I just had an Oprah light bulb moment. Uh Aha moment. (laughs) Holy shit. Yes. Like it's, and just like, think about it. Like, I, I even think about this too. And I'm like, okay, I need to do like a, get Emmett some spring clothes. Imagine having to do that for two kids, three kids, yeah, four kids. And the it's money. Just, the yes. money is that is so much. I know. I know. And I just, yeah. So I think that the, um, the one kid conversation, I want to see some more like people talking about like how wonderful it is to have one child and like what that can give your life. And because I think there's like some sort of, you know, rhetoric about like only children being spoiled or do you know what I mean? I feel like that is sort of more what I've heard and I want to hear more about why it's so great. Okay. So I actually went into a friend the other day and I was like, Oh, you have a child, right? Like hadn't seen her in a few years. And she was like, Oh, I actually have four. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Whoa. And I was like, Oh, she's like, are you going to have another one? I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like blah, blah. And then she was like, honestly, like honest to God truth. Like if, I, if I was you and I know that you love to travel and I know that you're like content with just one, she's like, people are very happy to look after one child. If you go away for four days, like no big deal. So she's true. Like, try having two to four children. Like she's like, I can't leave. Like no one wants to look after my children. 100%. And that yeah. to me, just like put it into perspective that like literally gave me my answer. I was like, Oh, okay. Definitely not having a second child until I can afford like a full-time nanny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that like really helped me make that decision. I it, like has really stuck with me since then. And, yeah. and you give up like, honestly, children having a child is truly the most fulfilling feeling I've ever had. Yeah. But there's so much to life also that I enjoy doing that it's not going to be everything that fulfills me. And yeah, like having the freedom to have one to me is like the perfect 
life. Like it truly is. It's like yeah. less mm-hmm. expensive. You don't need so much space. You can mm-hmm. kind of, we travel, we go to Portugal for six weeks a year. Yeah. It's a lot more if you're bringing yeah. four people, you know, yeah. um, it's a lot more when you have different kids at different ages, like so much more complication. I'm like, I'm all about living with like, just like less complication yeah. and just yeah. enjoying the journey and the process. Cause I always think I'm only going to be this young once. Like that's always mm-hmm. what's in my mind and she's mm-hmm. only going to be this young once. And I want to focus on her. I want to enjoy her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm so content with one, to be honest. Like I like to me, life is full, full. I'm so happy. And I got to experience motherhood. And I got to experience pregnancy. I got to experience all those things. Like I just love it. I'm so happy with it. My driver for possibly wanting a second child is that I'm so close to my siblings. So yeah. I would love yes. to create that for um, my son. But then Chris is like, my husband is kind of like, yeah, but it's also like the future. And I, he's like, he, he's pro one kid. Cause he's like, I feel like so many people are just going to have one kid yeah. and there is going to be this like, you know, family dynamic between neighborhoods and friends. And it's going to, because so many people are just going to have one, you're going to kind of create more of a family with the people in your village, mm-hmm. um, which I, I totally see and resonate with as well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pro one kid and I'm like fully here to you know, talk about yeah. that and, and yeah. romanticize that. Like I think, and my dad's an only child and he's like, I got to say, I grew up so confident because my parents were just obsessed with me. And like, yeah. I just thought yeah. I was God's gift. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, there's that. Yeah. And there is like other ways to create family and that like sense of community for your yeah, kids. Exactly. Like my brother, his daughter is 18 months younger than my son. And so like, yeah. to me, like they're basically like siblings and Aaron, um, I mean, I know this cause I know everything about your life, but you have a sister, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, she has kids. I'm like, yeah. surprised I don't even like know her name. No, their names. <laughs> um, but Liz like, it's like read in your Wikipedia. <laughs> yes, I know this morning I was like, should I pretend that I don't I'm like, no, I know, I know everything. Um, but yeah, like that, I mean, yeah. I'm sure that if they were closer, Ideally, mm-hmm. we would live closer. We live, yeah. she lives in Alberta. So if she lived closer, that would be just like, oh, the best. Mm-hmm. But I agree. A sibling would be nice. But at the same time, I'm not willing to give up everything else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. For that. I'm just, I'm just not. And yeah. we're so happy and we have a sense of family. And I, yeah. I'm just such a believer in just like enjoying what you have now and yeah. stop constantly looking to just add more because that comes with so much other stuff. Okay, I, I love this. And can we, is this a great time to talk about this wellness journey that you're on right now? Cause I feel like yes. that's so connected as well. Um, yes. I've been loving this content and again, it's like so real and so authentic and you're not like setting up a million tripods, which I love. You're just like sh- giving us a peek behind the curtain and what it looks like to reset. Um, but can Your you just like, yeah, yeah. Can you, what made you decide to kind of stop and reset a little bit this year? I think coming to the realization that just like, I just feel like life is a lot. I don't know if every generation has felt like this, but I feel like we're consumed by like social media and we're consumed by our works and things are moving so fast and it just constantly feels like too much. And I'm like, what if we just, what if I just took a step back? I'm exhausted. I'm feeling, I guess, burnt out. Like running a business is a lot. Like Mm -hmm. you can say that, but truly doing it as you guys know, like, the day-to-day of having to constantly like juggle, mm-hmm. not just juggle, but the negativity that comes to you and bad things happen and good things happen. And like, 
this whole industry content creation and marketing has changed so much and it's so much more like all about video and that has taken so much of me away that I just felt like, you know, I need to stop, reassess. I want to decide like where I want to go with my business. What do yeah. I want to put out into the world? What do I have joy from? Like what, what's going to make, you know, decent money and not be a crazy stressful experience for me. So just stepping back and just saying, okay, you know where that starts? It starts with me. It starts with getting my wellness sorted out. It starts with getting new habits and moving my body and eating better, getting on, you know, I'm on the like more like anti-inflammatory low glycemic mm-hmm. plan. Um, having more time with Lola and just not always being you guys in a rush because mm-hmm. I just feel like every minute of the day is like, okay, like what's next? And like your mother yeah. brain's always going and it's like, I are agree. we enjoying this? Are we like, yeah, I know. Like, I know. Why are we doing this so that I, we can live in what, like, I don't even know what the point of this all is. So it's literally just stepping back and being like peeling back my client work and just like changing my energy. I know that sounds woo woo, but like, no, it just things weren't working the way that I wanted them to. And so, yes, we can do that. The privilege of being able to do that because we have the savings and I'm still working. I'm just not working at like 150 yeah. percent. Um, and it's being like, OK, Aaron, you can wake up at 730 and you can go work out and you don't have mm-hmm. to get on your phone right away and you can you know, cook and you can like do things that bring you joy and just decide along the way and share it. And, you know, like I want to grow my community because I think that more people need to just stop buying so much and over consuming. And it's not about buying. It's about like in like mm-hmm. living. I know. And I think so many people are looking for external factors and yeah. I just, I really wish that people could just look inside sometimes. And that's kind of just what I'm trying to put out in the world. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. And I think that's so from the business owner perspective, like starting with you is a, a, the best place to start because when you're feeling good and grounded, like then you can start making decisions from a place of like, you know, you're not just like it's in a scarcity mindset or taking yes. things on just for like the sake of it. Yeah. Like I totally, totally align with that. And it's so also like when you're taking care of yourself, you just feel so much like more energized and I don't know, like I've like started doing these new workouts this year and like, I feel so it's just like, just something different, you know, like it's not, and it's not about changing my body or my life. It's just like, I just, it's something new. Yeah. It's been night. It's been night and day. And also like, I'm 42. It's kind of time to like, I'm midlife. Like this is just going to go downhill. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, it it, it is. It's like, we're going to get older and it's like, we have to fight against that and feel Mm -hmm. more energy. And like, how are we doing that? We just can't keep doing the same thing. So Mm -hmm. and have you found, how have you found, like, have you been able to keep up with this? It's been amazing. Okay. It's been amazing, Katie. Like truly, like I feel so different. Like I'm just vibrating at a different frequency. Like I feel so much more in tune with myself. I feel happier. I just feel like clear, more clear about what I want, who I am. And again, I think the whole busyness keeps people from knowing like, who am I? Who am I? What do I want? And when I hear you talk about these things, to me, it still feels busy. Like the thought of like, even having to think like, I don't know why I'm like, oh my God, it feels like more things to do. But do you find that you're just kind of like, more conscious you're like okay I can make a decision to do look at my phone or I can make a decision right now to cook dinner for tonight like is that are you just kind of taking it like small increments 
I am and I'm just not because I don't have it's like it's like let's for, for instance let's say I, my day used to be like wake up um oh I have a deadline I have to hit then I have a meeting and then I have another meeting later and then I have to f- figure out all this content for a client then I have to go do daycare pickup it's peeling that back and being like maybe I do one of those things today mm-hmm. and that's okay and then mm-hmm. I can like work on my education business and I can do things that I want to be doing, not just like constantly being in servitude to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm just going to see where that takes me. I'm like such Wait. a granular person. So I'm going to have more questions to deep dive into this. So how do you actually peel it away? Like, are you looking at your calendar on Sunday and being like, okay, what can I remove? Or are you looking at your client list and being like, okay, what can I remove? Like, how do you actually do that? So I literally just ended client contracts and was like, okay. Kate, well, our contract is done. I don't really want to move forward. And that's it. <laughs> and you just, and you almost did like a spark joy. Like what do I actually like working on here? What's actually totally. bringing me joy? And then mm-hmm. what, what's going to move the needle for the future? Because yeah. I think there's so many things that I've wanted to do, like working on my Mila education brand, which teaches entrepreneurs, business owners, Mm. brands, marketers, content creators, just about the industry in general. So that's something I wanted to do. We do courses and it's like, that's where I want to go. I want to put more goodness into the world. So that's what I'm going to focus on. And there's not a deadline. It's like just doing my, doing my best work and just not, I tell my assistant, like, don't book me meetings on Mondays and Fridays. Don't stack my days. Um, Yeah. I say no a lot. Okay. I want to dive into that keyword assistant. That's my goals. So talk mm-hmm. to me about that. Like how, my thing is like, I'm like, how, yeah. How do you, how do you work with an assistant? How do you create efficiencies? Like how do you know what to hand off to them? And like, how do they organize everything? I really want to know more about that. Yeah. So I feel like for you, Katie, you would need someone who's like maybe like more local so that you're working with. I work with a virtual assistant who is literally in my inbox and she reads every email that comes in and decides where it goes. Okay. Decides um, if I need to see it or just files it away. I send her like admin stuff like expenses and just things to do graphics to design. If I need some help. Um, just anything that I need off my plate, I just send to her and she does and sends it back to me. And then do you, how does she send it to you? If she's the one managing your inbox and you're trying not to look at your inbox again, this is a super granular question, but does she send it to like a personal email where you're like, oh, okay, I need to look at this. Or like, do you have two inboxes? No, I'll poke in, but I just okay. know that it's taken care of, but she'll label it if it's like, cool. I got to take hey. care of it. And then gotcha. so I'll, I'll know, okay, I need to go in there, read the email, figure out what to do and instruct her or I do the work. And do you Got clear it. hourly? Yeah. So it's hourly, okay. especially for virtual assistant. Even if you wanted to start with virtual, I mm-hmm. think that that's a, such a good way to go because you can scale up and down. We don't have any minimum. We don't have any maximum. Right. So oh, it's just nice. hourly. And then she just invoices me every two weeks. And then let's say we're like, hey, we want to make a meeting with you. She'll kind of book it all in and just organize your day accordingly. Totally. Cool. That's so nice. And like totally gives you that space to focus on these things that are not deadlined. So, hey, what was the name of your education business? What did you say? Mila. Mila. M-I-L-A. M-I-L-A. Oh, I love that. I feel like the future is so... um, Like creating courses is such like an amazing way to like earn passive Passive. income. Yeah, it is. It is. The the industry I feel like is a bit saturated. I feel like everyone wants to create a course and a lot of people don't have the real like know how behind it. So I'm so cautious of 
knowing that like we're staying in our lane um, right. and doing things. Cause I've been in marketing for 10 years. I've owned a business. I've ridden the social media wave all along the way and had to adapt as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually work with clients and know, but I think a lot of people are pros, but they're pros cause they've only grown their own social media brand. Right. Which is right. different. Yeah. <laughs> and did you like intentionally want to become a content creator and an influencer? And how long have you been in that game? No, I'll say definitely. I'm like, I've never wanted to do that. And the reason that I've never wanted to do that is because I always saw the end of the the line where it's just not a forever career. And we're seeing that change. Like, you know, with influencers, you guys are online a lot, you know, that has changed so much from like, Mm -hmm. everybody putting up their pretty photos and sponsored content. And that just doesn't get it's just not attractive anymore. And brands aren't really spending like that anymore. And also when you are constantly promoting to your audience, I don't know how that is sustainable. Like I, I I think that people don't really listen to what you're saying anymore. They don't trust you. Like I've really worked on building a trust with my audience and I love being with them and I'll have a sponsored post maybe, you know, a couple times a month. But Mm -hmm. it's, I definitely am so careful because I want it to be that anything that I recommend is something I'm recommending to my best friend. It's Mm -hmm. not just for the money. I've turned down so much. So I'm definitely an accidental influencer. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's decent money. Um, But that's, I think, why a lot of people do it is for the money. I'm looking, I create my own brand and that's what the mum flow is. The mum flow is my newsletter. Um, I love so your newsletter. I don't open a lot of newsletters, but yours is one of them. Oh, you do? Oh, oh my God. That means yes. A lot to I me. think I've, I've been way. watching, I've been opening it since the first minute you started it. Oh my gosh. That means so much to me because I'm I've the same way. I'm it. very picky and I've been very careful about, I want to give value to the moms. Like I want to give a different voice and I want to, you know, just, I want to uplift them. Like, I just feel like it's so isolating being a mom and just all the word, the constant people telling you like who you should be, what you should look like. Yes. Um, so with my Substack, that's just like a good outlet. It's free. A lot of people charge for their Substack, but it's again, just another way for me to just deepen my connection with my community. Yeah. And how feel- often do you send your newsletter out? So it definitely goes out once a week on Friday. That's a for sure. And then if there's okay. anything that comes up along the way, then... I do special newsletters here and there. Nice. I'll have to subscribe. I'm like, I'm really, I feel like I'm surprised so, oh, you're not. I know. Number one fan. I know. Right. Um, I'm like, I think in my mind, I was like, well, I, I get it. I, I, I know it all. Like I know everything about you already. <laughs> no, <laughs> you'd be That's surprised. Like, yeah. That's like, I'm such a David Chang fa- fan, as you know, that like when his book came out, I could, I was like, this is so boring to me. I know all these details. Like I didn't even, you're like, I book. wrote the book. Yeah. yeah the book was I know. so boring to me. Like I could finish every sentence. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. No, I even just like the term like mom flow. I'm like, okay, I feel like this, that is actually like the elusive, like what we're all trying to yes! find. Yeah. You but, like, nailed it. But nailed like, it. it's, it's so hard. And I think that it looks different for every mom, but I, mm-hmm. obviously it's yours is of particular interest to me because you're not like doing the like nine to five grind or you're also not home all day. And it's funny. Yeah. Like when I'm like, okay, she's dropped Lola off at daycare. I get it. Like, that's exactly how I feel afterwards. You're just like, yes, fuck. Yes. Like it's just like yes. freedom. And then you, to be able to create your own day and be like, yeah, I might have some meetings. I might have some work, but like, I might also go get a facial because I can, yeah. you know, or I might go to, I might, might go get a foot rub. Like I'm dreaming yeah. of that right now. 
Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, I actually created a TikTok, but I on draft, but I forgot to post it the other day. But my husband travels quite a bit and he is like very involved when he's here, but he does travel like twice a month, but he's also known as our night nurse. So he makes yeah. up for it in the evenings. But um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, but the other day I, kept the nanny an extra hour just so that I could like come home and have a shower and like go to the bathroom and go on TikTok for like half an hour. And I was like, that is the ultimate luxury. Just like having a nanny for an extra hour just to like literally have a nice hot shower and go on TikTok. That's a a great question is that I've seen a lot of discourse online about people saying, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you should not have any help because that's your job. I disagree, you know, oh my for that reason, because mom needs a freaking break. Like she needs to, if I was a stay-at-home mom, I would be the, the stay-at-home mom. And I have friends that do this, that have a nanny too. Mm-hmm. And if, if we could afford it, obviously, but like being full on with your kids all day is just, it's, that's not a job. That's like everything. Well- and also a lot of stay-at-home moms and honestly also a lot of working moms, just traditionally the house, you're still managing a house, right? I so know, like whether that's like a full-time job in itself, like making sure that, yeah, the snow pans are here, but also everyone's favorite oat milk is in the fridge and that all the appointments are booked and that all the things are, you know, like all the things are done. Mm-hmm. And that like is, yeah, it's a nine to five job in itself. So yeah, I think like having some relief and honestly, just mentally, uh, to me, I always say like, the price of a coffee and also a daily and also the price of a nanny for a few hours every day is actually cheaper than divorce. So like, I'm going to go that route every time. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. like, I, yeah, to me, like walking when I was more at home in the first year, like walking to get like a really special coffee each day was like such an important part of my day. Yeah. Yes. And it was, it actually is, was cheaper than a divorce or even therapy at the time. So um, yeah. yeah, I'm such a, I, I, I I've oh I had a nanny um from like month four um with mm-hmm. our kid and now That's looking back wonderful. I'm like yeah and it like it was honestly just so that my husband and I could like go for lunch because that's that right just, you know what I mean mm-hmm. um and- but you know this online like I just feel like because I am constantly consuming content especially mom content I feel like so much shade and guilt is given to moms who do that Mm-hmm. Totally. and what is wrong and I do feel like there's a divide on people who feel stuck and so they're projecting on yes. other moms oh, how dare you like wow must be nice I get those comments I do mm. I get those comments and it does make me feel like shoot should I not be sharing this like I don't ever want to make someone feel bad and then I say well it's not my job to protect everyone's feelings mm-hmm. there's so many different layers to it yeah. But I, I even get hate from people, you know, when they say like, oh, another facial. Well, that must be nice. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't think we really need to compare. And also this is kind of part of my job. Like I know that it's hard for people to understand what content creators do, but if I was literally laying at home all day, I would not be very interesting to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, here's the thing. The must be nice comments are always going to happen. Like we had Ali Maz on here um, a few weeks ago and she kind of went viral with her um TikToks about wintering and not setting goals and just like resting and and similar to you just like keeping it simple this season and a lot of people were like must be nice like must be nice to live in LA must be nice to just relax and it's like 
people are just always going to be like that. Oh, especially with mom stuff and like the, the shade and the guilt. And, you know, I'm like very vocal about like making decisions, like to protect your mental health and your wellness. And like all all the time people are like, oh, well, that must be so nice for you to be able to, well, yeah, it is nice. It's great. And it's also what's like making me able to live this life. (laughs) Yeah. And we all like, you know, yeah, everyone has different levels of lifestyle, um, but we all have also different priorities. So like, you know, most of my kids clothing is like secondhand and basically all Liz's hand-me-downs. But I'm spending my money more on like the cost of a nanny and things like that. And so I think like we all just distribute our, our priorities and our resources differently. I couldn't agree more. That's the thing. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And like, even just we, Katie and I always talk about like, everyone has their thing that they put first. So like, yeah, whether it's oh, nails yeah. or maybe you're like, I have to have my, you know, roots done. Like everyone has their thing. And yeah. I think like between Katie and I, like Katie's like such a, we're cup. very different. We're very different. Yeah. She's always in the kitchen. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, like, how do you do it? And she's like, well, but like, that's just not your thing. It's not what yeah, you Yeah, but Liz, like, will judge herself, you know, have shame, like, oh, my God, I didn't cook today, um, and be like, oh, my God, like, how did you do that? And for me, it's like, that's just a no-brainer. It's just mm-hmm. what I do. But, like, it, it would take me years to go get my nails done. Like, it was just on the bottom of my priority list, you know? Even though I would, like, I shame, I have shame that I don't have nice nails and nice hair and all the things all the time. Um, so, yeah, we all, like, have our things. Actually, on that note, what do you think your thing is? Like, mm-hmm. what's your, like... Almost like non-negotiable as a mom or just as a human. Like what are your things that almost feel like no-brainers to you? Like you don't even think about them. Good question. I mean, I do like you, Kitty. I love to cook. Mm -hmm. Like I love to – like for me, my my biggest joy in life is the moment where I'm in the kitchen – Roberto and Lola are playing and everyone's happy. That's my mom flow is like, they're Mm. happy and playing. I'm in the kitchen. I'm making something beautiful to nourish us. Like that's when like the joy just overflows. That's the mom flow. Um, Mm -hmm. I also always make sure that my nails are done for sure. Yeah. You're Um, good about that. And your eyelashes. Yeah. I, well, I try. Or eyebrows. I feel like you're, you, that's like a hack for you. You get it all done at the same time. Yeah. That's right. I, that's the thing that I always feel like I try to do everything, like make sure that the roots are done, the lashes, the brows, the nails that I'm not like cycling through. So it's like, yeah. okay, we look yeah. good all together all for six Yeah, and weeks. then you look like shit all at once. Yes, <laughs> yes. it is. <Yeah>. Exactly. Because <laughs> sometimes yeah. you cycle and then you get mad. You're like, oh, I feel so not finished. Anyway. I so yeah. I feel like those two things are just really important for me because I just I like to I, I like to feel good like that makes me feel yeah. good both of those yeah. things make me feel really good yeah 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 I Lashes like that really helps yeah yeah I would yes. say so too yes I know <laughs> like when you look in the mirror in the morning and you have lashes done and you're like okay like we I can work with that I need to yes. do that <laughs> yeah. um, can we take it back to something you said at the very beginning about how you went back to work essentially after six weeks yes. in your own way yeah um, I'd love to hear more about that and like what that experience was like for you and like would you do it the same next time good question sometimes I also feel like because I went back to work after six weeks I missed out on those on TikTok, I'll see, you know, newborn life and like mom's home and she's with her child for months at a time. And I do sometimes feel like I missed out on that. But at the same time, I'm career driven and I, we had, I had to get back to work to make some money and sometimes I regret it, but grass is always greener. 
you know, um, Mm -hmm. I had a lot of clients that went on hold and they were happy to go on hold and they were happy to have me back. And that's amazing. Um, I don't think it's for everybody. I mean, I would love, sometimes I fantasize about being a nine to five person and being able to take a year and then go back to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, but again, those people probably say, Oh, I'd love to have the flexibility. And a lot of moms that come back after a year, they start their own business because they're like, Oh, I just can't, I don't want to do that anymore. So Mm -hmm. I don't think anything's the right way, but I think there's an alternate way to do it. I don't think you have to take the year, but you can, if you want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, I think it's, yeah, you always want what you don't have. But for me, it was like, I, um, when I think I took a project on when my son was like two months. So I, for me, that was a way to feel connected to the person I was before I had him. And I was just feeling so like, I need like a life raft to like old me. And I realized pretty quickly that it was like, not, I wasn't really ready yet. Um, but then yeah, around like six months, I felt like, okay, let's do this because I, I get, I derive so much satisfaction from, creating and getting work and being needed. And it's, it's like Mm -hmm. such a, it's just such a balance though. It's really, it's really tough. And I think about that, like if I was to have another kid, would I just say hard stop? No, nothing for six, eight months, whatever. But I just know myself and I just don't think I'd be able to do that. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's tough. I think it's like, I mean, I know like with Katie, it was like, you, you really were constantly renegotiating like, okay, am I going mm-hmm. back now? And I think yeah. you, you needed a timeline. Yeah. I told myself in the beginning, um, I had, I basically said like three months. I was like, okay, I'm going to check in in three months. That's kind of what I told my business partner and my team. I was like, okay, like no matter what, I'm going to need these three months. Um, of course I'm still tethered to it. Like I'm still, you know, talking about it and having conversation with my business partner and, you know, like posting things and that kind of thing. But, um, and like kind of approving a few things, but yeah, like I kind of gave myself time marks to check in, but then after that, I kind of checked in every month and I would say like, I wasn't fully out, but I wasn't fully in. So that was kind of weird. Do you know what I mean? And I still had some like anxiety around it all. Um, it's also different because I had a business partner. So it felt very like not my own decision. Like I was, I felt a lot of guilt around not being there for him, even though he was totally fine without me. Um, and I'm probably like happier without me because he just like kind of got to run for a while, you know, without mm-hmm. having, like, I, I think it was a cool thing for the business to not have me as involved. Like, cause I don't know. It's just, it's a different business. Reassuring to, almost too. Yeah, yeah. And it gets to run differently. Like I'm everyone else is more operator and I'm more, creative and vision so I think there probably was like something nice in that as well like I think it's fun for the business to get a shake up like that but yeah I just like had I had so much guilt the entire time so I dream of like getting to just walk out of office doors and come back a year later like I definitely dream of that I it being a mom was like so all-encompassing for me and like such a mind fuck that like spiritually mentally physically all the things that I like actually had a hard time doing other things. Like, I don't know. It just like fucked me. <laughs> like, I still feel like I'm coming out of Are you still of, like, feeling like that? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a depression, um, but it just like was so, it was just so intense for me. Like, I don't know. It just like took over my life. Um, I also like didn't really have like a chill child. So there was <laughs> no like go for coffee and like have my little baby there. It was like, I just like, he was just nonstop. He was a tornado. 
which I love <laughs> him for, but it just like wasn't chill, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I thought that I would want to work more, but then it's funny. Cause then I did resent my husband cause he was working and I would, and I, I missed being like good at something and, mm-hmm. and being in it. So it's one but of those listen, things where you want it But at the it same all. time, I, it's funny you say that cause I was going to say I resented my husband because mm-hmm. he got to, he got to of be course. with her. Yeah. <laughs> so there's and, the grass is greener. It's like, you yeah. both resented them for different reasons yeah. in, different, in different situations, you know? Did you feel like it created, like, was Lola, like, more, um, like, was she, like, attached to Roberto more during that time? Because, like, she was with, well, I guess, like, she was still so young. But, like, did it, it was, create that it, dynamic? It was super, it was super equal, honestly. Okay. Like, yeah, it, that's it was great. always very interchangeable. I did feel jealousy, I won't lie. Like, yeah. sometimes yeah. when, like, he got to, you know, be with her more or, yeah, and resentment. Yeah, but, yeah. Especially I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like what I was saying to Liz the other day after me and my husband got in like a massive fight over, I st- actually forget. I was trying to think about what the fight was even about Liz the other day and I can't even remember. But whatever it was, it was, you were not happy. Oh no. It was like the <laughs> longest we haven't talked. And in the, which is hard. Turns out it's hard not to talk to your husband when you have a really child. It's really hard. Really so like, awkward. Yeah. It's so awkward. I was like, okay, your time's up. And he was like, yeah. what are you talking about? I'm going to hang out with my child. I'm like, no, I can't be around you right now. So I'm going to take a shift now. Um, <laughs> but I like still got him to do the stuff I hate, which is like dinner. Um, like sitting down for, I hate like not cooking dinner, but the sitting down for dinner with a child is not, turns out oh, to be not my so hard. Thing. Yeah. Same. Um, but uh, what was I just saying about that? Oh, it's funny. Like I feel, I remember this book kept getting like, um, targeted to me on Instagram from Amazon or something. And it was like, how not to hate your husband after you have children or something. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, oh, I don't get it. Like, I love him. Like we've been together for 10 years without a child. Like, how could I feel that way when we have a child? But like, it is funny. Like, I do feel like there is a level of resentment because it just as equal, all of our husbands are super involved. Like that's yes. obvious. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's not, it's not even like it's just, there is different well, things by all like bi- biology and that, yeah. I think that's the other thing is that I was resent I was resentful that oh okay well I just did I did so much yeah. and now you get you get to have her and you don't even like you don't even get it you don't get it you don't get what my body's been through you don't get how yes. hard that was you don't and he tries to get it and he wants to get it and he yeah, never that's puts thing. it down Chris tries to get it too and he like is so there and wants to be involved and like he like yeah I know but like you can't because that's mm-hmm. just not the way it is no. so it is this weird thing like I feel like we have actually fought more since we had a baby um than mm-hmm. the other way around mm-hmm. I don't know it's like a funny Parent. we should I, I think that next I should come on again because we should talk oh, about please. the co-parenting is really hard and I it's was so very hard. shocked at how yeah. hard it actually is because I want to do it one way. He wants to do it another way because 100%. he's been so involved since the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's more like it, some relationships are set up that no nope, mom, mom makes all the decisions and, but yeah. we're very equal. So that's yeah. challenging. It is really challenging. That's the same way with my husband and I, same. and I, so many things have come up, especially I find as Emmett gets older and like, it's just like, I think like older kid, bigger problems, like, or the, the, there's more, um, yeah, yeah. there's just like more strategy always, involved. there's always something new. Right. And so like, we just, it's, we have different perspectives on things and yeah, it's been really, it's been really difficult. And 
and having to be like, you're the fun parent. Why do you get to be the yes. fun parent? Why am oh I God. always the one that's like, stop the books. She needs to sleep. Like, yes. why? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. That, don't make me that parent. Okay, I don't want to be that Okay, and that's the thing. I used to never understand. I'm like, why are, like, you know, there's that whole, like, nagging wife stereotype. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, why would they be nagging? Like, why do they care how their husband lives their lives? Like, who cares? Like, just let him do his thing. I mm. never understood it. And now I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, even just like the way he would like what water bottle he would use. I would be like, why are you using that water bottle? Like it, it really, like I have to understand why he's doing certain things. and like, why wouldn't you do it this way? And like, mm-hmm. I really have to like check myself now. Like, cause I'm like, why do you care Katie again? Um, mm-hmm. But I see how you become like a nagging wife and a nagging mom. Like it's, yeah. I was saying to Liz, like, I feel like a house manager too, which like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want that role, but it's weird. It's just kind of like, even I was saying to Liz the other day off the pod, I was like to Chris, I'm like, I feel like a house manager. He's like, why? Like I'm so involved. And then like the next day I was like, can you tell the nanny to make sure to give these medi- this vitamins or whatever? And she's, he's like, yeah. And then I go downstairs and it's a totally different vitamin that she's giving him. And I'm like, Chris, like, why didn't you like tell her about the vitamins? And he was like, Oh, I did. I just said the vitamins. I was like, he's, I'm like, this is why I feel like I'm managing. He's like, what do you mean? Yes. You feel like you're managing? And then, no, he was like, I told her vitamins. Sorry. I didn't know which ones. I'm like, case in point. Like, why am I the only one who knows what vitamins that our child's taking? Like why, why, you know, anyway, yeah, that that's right. like, might've been a bit of a tangent and like still trying to figure out a fight that we had. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I have become like a bit of a nagging wife and this weird house manager role that like I didn't. There's a million scenarios like that. And then, and then it's like, then I always think, okay, I always say if one, if one finger's pointing that way, then four more pointing back at you. Look at yourself, yeah. Aaron. Why are you trying totally. to be so controlling? Why does it matter? Is it that you yeah. like him to feel like he doesn't know? Is it because mm. like, I'm all, this is always running through my head. And I'm like, and again, women think like this. Moms think like this. Men don't. No, but they we're don't. constantly <laughs> judging our freaking feelings and emotions. I know. Yeah. I know. It's funny. You should say that about the sleep thing because I like my son has always been a really good sleeper, but I've just found since, you know, he's in like a a toddler bed now and like bed, it's just bedtime. It's just more of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my husband, when it's his night, because we alternate and no one ever forgets when it's your night or the other person's night. (laughs) And he's just so much more, he moves slowly. Okay. And I'm, I'm like, (laughs) it just creates this anxiety in me where I'm like, get him downstairs. Like get, we got to get like, that's yes. same. Like, I'm yeah, the same. same as you Liz. Yeah. And yeah. I just, cause like always- three minutes in that world means a lot. Like they could go into overtired. Zone exactly. And yes. Exactly. And he's just like, what he's, what did he say to me that the night? He's like, even when it's not your night, it's your night because you're watching <laughs> me and you're watching the clock. I'm like, well, yeah, but then maybe just pick it up a little bit because I think as moms, we, <laughs> we are more, we are thinking more, um, we're forward thinking. So like, okay, yeah, bigger picture. We think about, are, is he going to be overtired? And what is this going to mean for me tomorrow when he wakes up, when dad's already at work and I'm the one That's who's right. dealing with like a crazy, you know how or, it is getting a toddler or, out the door. Or what impression is this giving him for like, oh, he can take, you know, it's his time with dad, but not mom. And like, yes, it's, it's you nailed our scenario too. I'm like Lola pushes with dad. Like, oh yeah, and dad will just go along with it and he'll he'll mm-hmm. just cater to her every need where I'm like on the ball. And Lola mm-hmm. knows that. So who does she like to put her to bed? She likes dad. Oh, I know. And then oh, that upsets me. And then I feel like, oh, dad's her favorite. And you know, like that's oh, yeah. not a good feeling. 
It's the worst. Even like now, sometimes like I'll be putting Emmett to bed and he'll just say, can you go get daddy? I'm like, yeah, I know why you want that because (laughs) you know that he's going to read you 20 books and he's going to talk to you and he's going to lay with you. Oh my God. Yeah. So much. And you know, I think it's, it's a, my husband is also, you know, very involved and it's a, it's a dynamic that's kind of been created and sometimes I get really upset about it. And my Mm -hmm. husband's just like, you know, nothing is intentional. It's just, it's, I think it's just the difference between men and women sometimes, or even just your different personalities. Yeah. Aaron is like so chill. Type A. Like, yeah, I'm very type A. He is like, I call him a human sloth. Like, and I, will, <laughs> and I, and I say it with love. Like, he no, is just, he is just like, okay, everything's slow and everything's mm-hmm. like, and he also just, which I think is is true for, I shouldn't say a lot of men, but a lot of men I know, they think about one thing at yeah. a time. One yeah. thing. Whereas I'm like, I'm thinking about bedtime. I'm thinking about what I have to do tomorrow. I'm thinking about, oh yeah. Yes, let me my, give you, let me, let me give you a scenario. This morning, Roberta woke up. I had already canceled daycare, made sure that I canceled the cleaner because Lola's homesick, gotten his parents on the way over. Like I've already figured that all out. And he just woke up and he's like, so how are you? I'm like, well, I've done it all. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? But that's what women do. And men don't think of any of that. If I left that up to him, we'd be fooked. Just so like yeah, when he when yeah. he was the stay at home parent for that year, did he kind of take on some of that house management? I mean, we've also seen him clean the house after you go to bed, which is like amazing. he's good. He's but really did good. He take on some more of that, like orchestrating. So thing? there's that not orchestrating orchestrating will always forever be me. There's okay. never going to be a change in that. But he will do he does all the laundry. He does all the like tidying, you know, mm-hmm. dishes, all those things, which is amazing. Yeah. But like, I feel like to keep things moving in the million pieces is always going to be me. And it's probably always going to be each of you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. totally. I, I know. I said to Aaron the other day, I'm like, do you like, do you ever think about like appointments? Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know, um, no. you know, when Emmett needs to go see the doctor, the dentist, like just, or, or when swimming lesson registration is. Oh, what about, what about when they ask you, when he says to me, this is such mm-hmm. a trigger when he says, Oh, did you order X, Y, Z? I'm like, you. I know. Did you, I know. Did you, what, Oh, she needs a doctor's appointment. I'm like, fuck you. Like, yeah, I, I know, know what I just yeah. haven't done it yet. And yeah, like, yeah, it's so I know. irritating to me. I don't know why that thing that triggers me a lot. I'm like, I don't work for you. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. And sometimes I'm like, if you have time to ask me the question, then you have time to do it yourself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this is not a man hating podcast, but I will say but today it is. <laughs> but today it is like the other thing that I find funny sometimes is like, we'll be out somewhere and he'll be like, oh, do you have a, you don't have a snack for him? I'm like, mm, no. Did you think to do grab you? one? Yeah. Like, or to me, or Chris, when Chris is to me, is like, what should he have for dinner tonight? I'm like, I don't know. What, like, what do you want to make him? Like, what, yeah. why is that on me? Sky's the limit, baby. Yeah, exactly. Sky's the limit, baby. Oh my God. Um, okay. I know because we, we wanted to talk about this and I'm really curious to know your thoughts. And I literally just read something this morning. Kite baby. Let's circle back. So did you see their... Okay, let me. I'll summarize. Why don't you just preface? Let's preface. I'll preface so people people know. So obviously, kite baby, and I'm I've been a big fan because their PJs are so soft. And when Emmett was a baby, 
I like ordered them because like I felt like a treat to me because like he was so cuddly and soft. I, I love them. And they position themselves as like we're like a family brand all about moms. And one of their employees, she had adopted a child, right? That's correct. And the baby came very early, like born in like the 20 weeks. 24 so, weeks, I think. Yeah. So it was going to be in the NICU for like at least two months. I think it's like if you're born that early, you have to get to a certain, the baby has to get to a certain weight or to term or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this child was going to be in the NICU for a long time. And the mom was open to working remotely from the NICU. And- Which is wild in itself. Like, sorry, that's even crazy to me. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't work remotely. Super sad. Yeah. Super sad. And you know, I mean, I think it depends, but on the person, but the fact that she was even open to that and that was like, they were not, Kite was not open to that. They wanted no. her to come back to work. Um, and in office. That's in crazy. office, which obviously sparked like a lot of conversation online and also, you know, brought up stuff about mm-hmm. like Matt, Matt leaving the States. And mm-hmm. from what I've seen, the apology was very like PR canned, like not. She did too, I think, but too. yes. Okay. So what's like the, so full disclosure. So one of my clients was Lulu Lollipop, which is a direct competitor. So I'm very well versed in this industry. I love their client. Yeah. I'm so glad they were my client for three years. Um, so very well versed, you know, I always look at competitors. So very aware of kite. I bought kite for Lola when she was born. Um, kite has an a very impressive social media following where Mm -hmm. their community is ride or die. You have women that literally have 50. Mm. They're like Lululemon. They're they're just wild. It's the the over consumer, you know, that whole lifestyle. We know them all. Yes. Um, And so, you know, they'll have people waiting for their drops and talking about prints. It's like sports. It's crazy. (laughs) Oh my God. It is the Lululemon guest. Liz and I used to market to these people. Like, yes. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We get them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're, everyone is trying to turn their community into these people. Yeah. When that community turns on you, you are in big trouble. So the founders always shown up on social media. She does a great job of that. Personally, in my personal opinion, I will say it was, it's always quite manic. I, I look at everything from a marketing perspective. So I understand what's going on there and why they're doing it the way they are. And she shows up in lives and she's very much the face of the brand, which is always challenging for brands to do in general. A lot of founders don't want to be the face of their brand. So she you was can't always all be out there. Kokomo, Katie. <laughs> That's right. KK. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm just setting it up because there's a big hill to fall down when that happens, especially Mm. when you live on social media, like this brand does very much. So, so it was so sending links back and forth. It was on CNN. It was on daily mail. It blew up like crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Slow news week, I guess. (laughs) But the fact that the founder, the owner, who's the face of the brand sat in that meeting and said that she cannot be away from her desk for her baby and they're a baby brand. She literally made that decision knowing exactly what she was doing. Yes. In my opinion, they deserve to take huge heat. She's not sorry for it. I'm sorry. She's not sorry. Erin, can I interrupt? What did she say? Do you remember what she said in her second apology? Like what was her reasoning? Like she's, was it just that she wasn't realizing the decision that she was making or do you remember? 
I don't remember the crux of, uh, I think she pretty much copped to it. The first one was totally scripted. The second one, she yeah. said, I'm going off script. I'm panicking. Let me just tell you how it is. She's all shaky. I think it was like, I'm sorry I made that decision. It was on me. Um, you know, we should have made a different decision. We know better okay. now. You're okay, so she didn't have like a reason. And the thing is, is people make this, I've made awful decisions. I get it. But the fact that she's, they're apologizing because they were caught. That's my mm-hmm. opinion right. on that. Right, mm-hmm. right. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you should say that about like they, when you create a community like that, like you're at so much more of a risk. And it's so true. Like, like the TikTok moms who like ev- their kid every night has a new pair of kite pajamas on. And we know those pajamas are like 50 bucks. Like these people are invested. Mm-hmm. And right. I do think. I do think it is a lot of these like stay at home moms too, who like, they're going to take this to heart. I mean, I think any, any mom, we're not stay at home moms. And I'm like, how could they? Like, that's just so mm-hmm. it's awful. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see um, the fallout of like what happens for that brand. Yeah. yeah it's show- I- and it just, it showcased that they're all about money. They're, yeah. it's all about a business and they've tried to perpetuate something different online about community. And it's like, that cover came off. The truth is the truth. We know who you are. Do I think it's going to be forgotten about? I do. I mean, I think every scandal gets forgotten about and I don't think they'll be canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I do think it hopefully those sparks more conversation. Cause this isn't the only, just cause this is a big story because it's a business that's rooted in, you know, child children and being a mom and being a parent. But I assume that so many companies are making this decision across the board, especially in the States. So I do mm-hmm. hope that it like creates um, Me too. like mm-hmm. some sort of conversation around it, which obviously has created conversation. Um, mm-hmm. But also just realizing that like, yeah, we're all humans and there's special circumstances in all of these. Um, in all, like all of these yeah. are special yeah. circumstances, you know? And, and I think and you can't just a have a blanket decision based on like some random policy or whatever. Totally. And I think it says a lot about like where America's at when she's saying, I'll work from the NICU. I think I know right. that to me Excuse is so me? appalling. No, you yeah. will not. You will no. be with your baby. You shall not sit there with a laptop. Like that is wild. This is not life or death, this business. It's so crazy to me. I know. And like a baby being born that early, like that is like, there is a lot of risk there. It's not even like this baby yeah. is a month early or a couple weeks early. Like, and I mean, yeah, like Emmett was in the NICU for like two days, like no- nothing serious. And I was like, oh, mission critical. This is the only thing I can think about. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, I just can't imagine like, yeah. but I mean, I, I think that we, I mean, yeah, Katie and I both working at Lululemon, like we, we know that it is easy when you work for these corporations to start feeling like it's- it is everything. And especially with what Lululemon's gone through with Mr. Oh my God. I know. Did you see Wait, the- <laughs> I'm not Did caught you- up. Oh, my God. I'm he- always the last to know. Tell me everything. Well, I don't actually know the full details. I just know he, like, put his foot in his mouth again about, like, plus size. Oh, right? he put... Chipped no, it? it was... Yeah, it was that he doesn't... Recently? Thinks- yeah, recently. Yeah. Um, he oh said, God. like, oh, I don't think that... It's not for everybody, and that's, you know, it's just not going to work for everybody, and I don't want everybody at the store or... You know, Wait, those kind of recently, like, is he yeah. still even involved in Lululemon? He's on the board. He's part shareholder, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh he... my god, that po- I feel bad for that PR team because and, they and are he... 
they're just having to clean up that mess like all the time. I still can't. I remember those days because we used to sit right with the PR team, and like yeah. those days were the worst. And it isn't how the business is. Like it's not how. No, it's not and how we ran things, and like he wasn't in the day to day. But like we didn't run things with that mentality. Um, and so when you have someone up there saying that, you're like, oh, we work so hard totally. down here. You know, it must have been really so frustrating. Hard. And he wasn't speaking on behalf of the business. He was speaking yeah. on how he built the business was right. like exclusivity, you know, and sometimes yeah. he's saying the quiet, that quiet part out loud. I think a lot of brands yeah. do build yeah. on exclusivity. And that's a luxury brand model. Yeah. 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 That's true. He's saying like, yeah, yeah he's saying, it is true. He has the bravery and the balls to say these things. Yeah. and he's pockets. always he done nothing that. to lose nothing i know to but lose. he's always he honestly has always done that um even from back in the day like when yeah. he did have a lot to lose basically yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i think it's just his personality um, yeah he can't help it it's crazy no, i know um okay so i'm just thinking about like i know that you love reality tv so I'm oh just, my god yeah i'm That's curious it. I'm essentially curious why know, you're like, here. Yeah, why you're here. Like, what are you watching lately? What are you obsessed with? Um, well, you- I'm waiting for Vanderpump Rules to restart. What the? It's taking so long. Four days okay, to wait, go, did guys. You we can do the, this. Did you see, Oh, Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay, wait. Did you see the, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Spinoff? The Valley? Yes, oh. The Valley. And I heard Stassi. So I'm a closet Stassi stan. I love Stassi. Um, no need to be in the closet I about it. So are we. I love her. Um, yeah. I just think she's like outspoken. She is who she is. I adore it. Um, yeah. So she was supposed to be there. So I on TikTok, I was scrolling and I saw she was on Jeff Lewis, not the podcast, I guess the serious show. Um, he's problematic, but anyway. Um, and she was questioned about why she didn't join. And she was like, because I don't want it. Like, because I'm not really friends with them. And that's not my life now. And I'm like, good mm-hmm. for you, girl. But it's yeah. Jack. Yeah. And, and she's really vocal about, she's like, it's funny because as an outsider and kind of like a normie, I'm like, duh. But she's like, oh, I didn't realize that um, I was being like awarded for creating conflict and for showing up as a shitty person until I got out. And then I realized like, oh, it's not normal to fight with your friends like that and to be so narcissistic and show up that way. Oh. Um, so I think she's now seeing, cause again, I listened to her podcast like crazy. I could probably write her book as well. <laughs> and I feel like she is kind of like now away from it. And she's like, wait, like I have a healthy relationship and I'm proud of yeah. who I am. And like, that's not true when I'm yeah. on reality because I'm being awarded for shitty behavior. So I feel like that's probably something to do with it as well. And for our entertainment, like it says a lot about like what's entertaining us, which is really upsetting, but I'm still going to watch it. Okay. But Um, I have to say, like, I actually, I would love housewives so much more if they didn't fight. Like, I just want to see what they're shopping and what they're doing and what they're eating and where they're traveling. And like, Like, why do we love how they organize daily vlogs like we love that yeah. Yeah. I, need to see people. I don't like to see them screaming at each other it's not entertaining I know I actually this reality um crew came into town and they were like trying to pull something something together and I sat down I sat down with them like they were trying to cast me for something and I was like what if there was no because they wanted to pull together all these business owners small business owners and I was like what if there is no fighting and it's actually showing us how we support each other and like what yeah. it looks like to be a small business owner and all this. It obviously never ran anywhere, but um, <laughs> I would love to watch that. I yeah. like 
actually to me the kardashians are like that because there's like no drama like sorry like all this made-up stuff is not real i guess yeah. the kim courtney one was but like i love how they're not really screaming with, at each other and we just like literally totally. get to watch, watch what's like, happening yeah how they organize things like i love the behind the scenes of it all yeah Same. i feel like that I, exactly that would be an amazing um spinoff is like the behind the scenes of like how everything gets organized like and it's just the eas you know one one of my favorite shows that i rewatched last year was bethany um is it called bethany bethany getting married or yeah bethany getting married and then bethany ever after my favorite because it was literally you were just a fly on the wall for her day yeah and you you saw her change along the way you saw her get richer you saw her Mm -hmm. had her relationship like the truth of it like I found that so interesting and I feel oh, like I, I would love that, that with Saucy. Oh man, it's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. But Saucy would be so good for that. Like let's just see what's happening in your life. I know. I that's so true. Cause like even just TikTok, like these random people, like I care. Like I watch what they're doing in their life and like there's no fighting. And I think from my own life, like I don't have like explosive fights with my friends. Oh the my god, only- no. I've no. never thrown a drink at anyone. No, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a summer house girl and like, there's obviously so much drama in that, which I like need to, cause it's, I think it's coming out soon. Like, car, are you a summer house gal? I've Eric? never seen it, but should I start it? I mean, yeah. Uh, it might be a little late to start it. I feel like it's like kicking the can. It's, yeah, it's definitely, it went from just being like this, like young people partying and now like they're, you know, they're growing up. So like, there's like stakes and things and like people are like getting married. It's kind of getting awkward, like watching like 40 year olds get drunk every weekend. Yeah. Like they're getting, they're all getting old and I'm like, I'm worried for your liver. But I love that like our favorite characters now have podcasts. And then that to me is like a little look behind the scenes. Like our two favorite people um, run this podcast called Giggly Squad and like I love when they just say little words like, oh, what did you write on this list? I'm like, oh my God, they have a list. I need to know what's on the list, why, how they use the list. Like, I want to know all those details. I know. Totally. I know. We're nosy AF. We yeah, are and I want to know how successful people live their lives. Like that's, yeah, that's and, what but I'm I think all about. you said, it's, it's all, it was all about the drinking. And I think that that, like, I don't like that vibe either. Yeah, and I don't like know? the screaming. I no. think it's really weird. I know. Yeah. It's like very Did you cortical. watch... Did you watch the new um, New York Housewives? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay. sorry, yes. I didn't say that properly. And, and, I know and, I said it so wrong, <laughs> um, but you got it and you did watch yes. it. Okay, good. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I loved it, it because again, it was you're showing kind of like our generation. Yeah, in yeah. And yeah. That was interesting, and there most of them are moms, and just like seeing like how their life and Jenna Lyons like uh, oh my god. Love I know me too. What a score for them that. to get her on the show. It's funny like, though, because when I listened to a podcast, they were like the other cast members were so shocked at how everyone was so excited about Jenna and loved her as a character. Because I think in real life, they're like, you're giving nothing, honey. But I yeah. think we no. we all love that. We're like, we're yeah, in her house. Like, we're in yeah, her house. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah. It was great. Oh, yes. I know. And she's like, she's such like a boundaried queen. I'm like, shocked she said yes. Like, classy. I want to know why she said yes. Yeah, she is I classy. Like she's she's too good for that show for sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't think that she'll really come back. But she just saw it as advertising for her love scene. Yeah. Yes. So you don't yeah. think she's going to come woman. back? I don't know if she will. I don't know. I saw an interview with her and she didn't seem too hot on it, but you never know the truth. Yeah. I think she, I think yeah. she would do it just to ride the wave and do the Bethany thing where it just that made her business, right? 
Yeah, totally. That's so true. I loved it. It was, but it was a little bit like they were really searching for fights. Like, what's Sai always like? Yeah. Like, oh my god, mad about the cheese board. I'm like, okay, relax. Enough like, with the cheese board. Yeah, like it's yeah. Okay, Bad. did you watch? Have you? Have, this is like such a hot topic for me, and I'm dying to talk about it because Liz won't do her homework. But have <laughs> you watched Paris and Love? Yes. Oh my God. Thank I God. Thank God. Kate Liz, show. I found it. I found a new person to do a podcast with. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. So I watched it like OG. Like I watched season one like Same. three years ago or whatever. Okay. Same. Thank you. And I like, I loved it. I, okay. First of all, Same. her husband is like very, I'm very confused about him. Like I find her husband like really, really annoying. And then her husband is like her handler. It's like her Something's handler. Something's wrong there. Honey, and he's like, are you hi okay? honey, are we the cutie yes. crew? Everything's oh, wow. okay because we're the cutie crew. It's so weird. It's almost like he's handling a toddler and he's really scared that she's going to implode. <laughs> And then she's going to leave him. Like the whole yeah. first season was him scared she wouldn't go to the altar. But like Liz, mm-hmm. just so you know, the the background is that he literally had a poster of her on his wall, like growing up. Yeah. Oh and my then God. he like made it to the big leagues in finance or whatever and was able to like, you know, score her. her. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I see why she picked him. And I feel like she's probably never met such like a stable-ish man and like a nice man. And like he is, like he, he comes from a small town. He comes from like a... I don't know Midwestern yeah. family or whatever um and so like I think that's like really I'm like new for her and she's like whoa who is this person he's so safe but he is and he like, doesn't seem to want to be famous like he doesn't seem to want to be like in her spotlight mm-hmm. he seems fine with kind of being behind the scenes and maybe getting the trappings of her. the wealth yeah. yeah 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 um but it is like so confusing the way he acts but the saddest part about it is his name is carter and my husband really wanted to name our son carter so my name is my son is named after him essentially and i like i don't talk about it but um it's like a really dark subject in our house but you like you never you never call him carter no so well there's like... a reason <laughs> what do you call him cj his name is okay. carter carter jack um so, okay, but then season two rolls around. So the first season is all about her, like, falling in love and getting married to this man. Season two rolls around, and it's her with her um, son, Phoenix. And, I like, okay, what do you – I would love to hear your thoughts about her mothering or her, like, mm-hmm. yeah, experience of becoming a new so, mom. I, I, wouldn't so many expect, I wouldn't expect anything else from her, I feel like. I feel yeah. like she – I think she's really messed up. Like, I just genuinely feel like she hasn't seen a normal mother-child experience. Mm -hmm. She is just messed up from so many things. Except her sister, I feel like, you know, kind of had a normal parenting experience with her own children. Right. But I guess her sister wasn't ever in that whole world. Like, I feel like she's been messed up by the fame and just, like, stands and just, like, this whole weird world that I think she has a hard time connecting. It was so odd that they literally treated, I think the husband said, I went to see the baby this morning. I'm like, pardon? (laughs) No, like, they treat the baby like he's just, like, this less than a pet. Almost just like, oh, we have this, like, new product, new thing in our house, new sofa in our house. Yeah, I know. I feel so sad. To me, I feel really sad that she didn't get to experience that. Um, she Liz, she literally went and shot like a cover like within a week, um, Mm -hmm. or a day. 
Like, I think yeah. she's like the next day, have to go do a cover. And it's like, she's not with the baby. She, they're not bonding. They're not. Yeah, it's really right. That was very sad. Yeah, I, I know. And, and, I, and I don't judge her for it by any means. I feel like she doesn't know, you know, and know she, and she doesn't. Yeah, I yeah, and she doesn't know yeah what normal maybe what, the normal that we know. Um, yeah, I just really sad. I feel like she got gypped out of that experience in life, and and I feel yeah. like maybe she learned a little bit because she then the therapist started talking to her about attachment and things like that, and maybe with her second child she will have gotten to experience that because it sounds like she slow is slowing down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like it. it it, I cried so much in the second season. Like it just broke my heart seeing how she didn't get to experience. Yeah. And see how her mm-hmm. mom too, like that, that whole relationship with her mom and how, how broken that is and how weird Kathy is. And just, I know just disconnected from reality almost. And I, I'm always like, is this for the cameras? Like what is really, who I know, really and like, are you? I can't imagine if I told my parents, you know, that I was sexually abused or any of those things that she told, she's told her parents or that they found out. So she didn't tell them directly. So they felt side, you know, confused that she, they had to read about it in a news article, but I'm like, even so, like, however you receive that info, I still can't imagine not just being like, Oh my God, I'm so, I can't believe that happened to you. And just holding my child mm-hmm. and not, but it was but all about it was about Kathy and how mm-hmm. Kathy received the info failed, or how, or how she failed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and I God. think, I think, I think the biggest thing is Kathy didn't want to admit that they made a really bad decision mm-hmm. and it's all on them. Why her child was in this situation. I think that, that she can't admit that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with you. And I'm like, okay, just like move on from that and be like, okay. And now this happened to you. Let me hold you. You know, but I, I think also I think now she's that- not capable like something mm-hmm. is so off. Like there's a switch. Like it's off. Like there's something wrong. You know? Because mm-hmm. I have to watch it. I think with Paris withholding and not telling her family that she's you know had the two children, right. I think makes so much sense. Like I would have done that if I was Paris as well. Which like, is sad that I you know, can't but, tell your own family. I know, mm-hmm. but I. I think I, I think that was the right decision for her. It's funny yeah. though because her mom has this weird thing against her about against Carter. Like she's like, oh, I know it was Carter's idea, Car- and like, um, what is it? Kind of what is it? This narrative around Carter being controlling, but I'm like, or yes. is it just because you know Paris has started to stand up for herself and tell her truth while she's met Carter? Like I don't know what it is, but they they have such a weird narrative. Yeah, I would love to know. I would love to know the true story. Like, is it is it that? Because I also thought that. Or is it mm-hmm. things we don't know, and we're also getting a sniff of it by our kind of like, why are you tr- why are you handling her? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like maybe she doesn't, they don't like that, and there's other things to that. The other thing I thought was really interesting is that I do think that this is like a Paris driven project. Like I don't, I think she's the one that's like paying for it and create and like um, producing this show. Would you agree? Like I feel like it's not. I feel like she she has rights on it and in, has final I think she's approval. In control. I think she's in control, and I think that that takes a lot of bravery to put some of the stuff that she put out there the way I that agree. it actually is. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It's almost like she doesn't recognize. Like to me, I would never put out there that like I haven't changed my child. Um, never changed his diaper. To be honest, I actually never changed my son's diaper for like a month because <laughs> Chris did it all for me, and I just like yeah didn't do it um so yeah I was basically saying but, <laughs> but um I and, and I'm saying it out loud now but um 
yeah, I don't know. It's crazy to me that she is putting out there that she like literally doesn't spend time with her newborn child. Um, totally. To me, that makes that's it like, seem like she thinks that's okay and that that's normal and she's okay with that. And yes, we see the journey. That, either that or she's just like, eh, let the chips fall where they may. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is me. This is my life. This is who I am. I'm just going to put it out there. But oh, she I seems would never to- want my child to see that 20 years from then, though, and see that I like literally didn't hold my child. And that the nanny, I like, know. also, I want to know, like, does this nanny, like, ever have a day off? Or does the, because the nanny, like, sleeps with the child yeah, 24-7. I, I'm like, yeah, when yeah, does the nanny yeah. do anything? That's the such a, I never. The I nanny never needs a night nurse. She needs her own yeah. night nurse. I never thought of that. There needs to be two nannies. Yeah. Because Paris was doing nothing and, and Carter was doing nothing. <laughs> oh, I know. They literally had, like, they checked on the child like it was, like, check, <laughs> like, a, like checking on a plant, making sure the plant had enough sunlight. Oh yes. my god! Yes. Did you guys did you guys see how people were like saying really mean things about their son online? Oh yeah, you were telling me no. about that. They, people were commenting about so like, the size she, of the head or something. Yeah, she posted. I don't remember when she posted it, but like people were like, like, con- like concerned, being like, "Is there something?" I don't know, like about his head, like it does he have something like going on? Anyway, it was just so mean, and that really made me feel like, oh my god, it's so scary that we share our kids online before they have consent, and then people can have opinions on them. Okay, that's okay. That's let's great... talk about this. Yes, I, w- I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Well, I want to talk about mommy bloggers really quickly about Please. talking about consent and children and deals. Okay. So there's levels of this. I have yes. Lola in, in my content as authentic. Has she been in some of my sponsored content? Yes, because it's genuinely my life. Like yeah. I'm very authentic in what like I share and I try to incorporate our lifestyle into my advertising. I have a bit of an issue with families, I will say primarily moms, that are taking a tripod and placing it throughout the house all day. And the reason that I have an issue with this is because I feel like, I think about when I was a child, if I knew that my mom had an audience in our home, that would feel really just an invasion of my life. You know, like just even I, because they don't know what's going on. Literally, it's so innocent that they're just having their childhood and mom has... Mm a whole 6 million people looking at them. It's like, wild. isn't that strange? Does that it's, not feel strange? It's oh, so yeah. strange. There's this this woman I've started, I'm just now seeing all of her day in the life on TikTok. And like, I, I her husband is always in the content. And it just seems so like, I mean, obviously they're not fighting on the camera. Like, you know, there's not like the real, real happening but it does feel very like voyeuristic and uh, what I want to know is how did she like what does her husband think about all this is he game for like the fact that there's a camera watching them take their son out of his crib in the morning and then doing breakfast and saying goodbye it's it's very odd but are they even talking about it like that's what I want to know because like are they I feel like some people just do things and they don't like get have intention behind it and don't actually talk about it and be like, okay, what's our strategy here? And what do we feel comfortable? Right. And, and the money, the money. Mm -hmm. So I watch Avery Woods on TikTok and I watch Emily Kaiser. Yeah. I watch her too. I've been with Emily since like day one. I feel like I founded her, but Hey. Oh my gosh. And I, I genuinely, I do love their content, but sometimes I break it down and I'm like, it's so strange 
that like your child is growing up not knowing what's going on and it's like their whole life is out there mm-hmm. I don't know I oh, know yeah I'm on the like- money the money sorry I, I want to see the money the money do you guys know how much they're getting paid no I want to I know saw, I saw TikTok they're getting paid some of them twenty thousand dollars a week or fifty thousand dollars a week for so you for gotta sh- think that they're just justifying it. You gotta think wow. that they're justifying that, you know, and they're like, okay, well, this is gonna pay for your future and things like that. But again, the child didn't sign up for that. And I just think the world is so fucking creepy. And that's what makes me not post my child. I'm so creeped out by people. But yeah, I don't know. It's a wild I world. think about that too. I think about that with Lola and I'm like <sighs> Like she's part of my genuine, like my life. And there's so many people that are not showing their kids faces online, which I do understand because there are people that have reached out and said like, I saw Lola with, you know, XYZ. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm. how does that make me feel? How does it make know? you feel? Um, I know that these people mean the best and they would never do anything, but it does make me question what if it wasn't those people? Right. Right. Um, I you know, I do. I want people recognizing Lola. I know. I think that um, my rationale for it is that I want to write about my experience of being a mom and it feels like authentic to me to share that. And sometimes that involves photos of my son. Um, That being said, I totally understand why people um, have hesitations about it. I just sometimes find it strange the like placing the thing over their yeah, face. I do too. Like then just don't share the picture. That well, I don't fully I know. get. I follow someone who has made the rule to not show their children's face, but they're still including the children in advertisements. And I'm like, I'm questioning. So what, where's the stance? What is it? Is it literally just, you don't want people to be recognized because you're still using them in your content like right. what's what's yeah anyway there's so many gray areas I know I know did you Aaron ever think about becoming like a mommy blogger or was that not even a no. consideration no no because I'm not I don't want that it's not my whole identity and I don't want to perpetuate that online you know yeah. I just I'm a multifaceted person and I think I would get tired of it just being focused on just my child, you know? Yeah. You're a mom flow influencer is what you are. Yeah. That's right. Which is all encompassing. Like whoever you want to be as a mom is mm-hmm. how you should show up. I have, I have friends that stay at home and I love that for them. Yeah. You know, I, I have friends that work nine to five. I have entrepreneur friends, like everyone should do what they want. But my only thing is just question why you're doing yeah. is it yeah. external pressure is it because of what you're seeing that's my only caveat 100 I, I think Amazing. we just found our clip for when we talk about you coming on the pod that's it <laughs> literally I love mom flow i think that's something i'm gonna like start to take into my daily like intention yeah. setting it's like okay what does my mom flow look like today yeah mm-hmm. or like what does it, even take it a step further and like what does my katie flow look like you know yeah. like, yes yeah, yeah, I love for that. sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the pod today, Erin. I feel like we, we naturally you. like hit all of our agenda items. It was perfect. And yeah, that was amazing. Thanks for having me. I want to come back and talk about yes. relationships with co-parenting. Husband. Yes. Okay, yes. we will definitely get you back. Maybe when We're I'm not fresh sick. off fresh off of a week long fight with my husband. Fight? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, have a great weekend and a good. Thank hopefully, you. you do something nice for yourself today. 
Yeah, and everyone that's listening, if you aren't already following Erin, you definitely need to follow her because I do find your, um, I guess, your mom flow content and your wellness journey that you're on right now is super inspiring and so relatable and authentic. And yeah, yeah, I feel so lucky that you're sharing that with your community. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Katie. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.